Hi, welcome to the Weekend Book Club. This week I'm going to talk about this fabulous book called Rework, Change the Way You Work Forever by Jason Fried and David Heinemar Hansen, the founders of Basecamp. I first read Rework many years ago. It's one of my all-time favorites that I keep going back to. Rework had a huge impact on how I approach my work. It's an easy book to read, written as a collection of short chapters that you can read in any order. I might not agree with everything that's written there, but there are few things that resonated highly with me and had a profound impact on the way I wanted to shape my own organization. The book endorses a view that small is not just a stepping stone. Small is a great destination in itself. It asks the readers not to be insecure about aiming to be a small business. It stresses that anyone who runs a business that's sustainable and profitable, whether it's big or small, should be proud. In the era of blitzscaling and unicorn valuations, it's reassuring to see someone backing up the small guys. Start a business, not a startup, is one of my favorite lines from the book. Unfortunately, we are living in times where workaholism is glamorized and seen as a virtue. Thankfully, the book rightfully points out that workaholics miss the point. They try to fix problems by throwing sheer hours at them. They try to make up for intellectual laziness with brute force, which often result in inelegant solutions. I totally agree with the book that workaholics aren't heroes. They don't save the day, they just use it up. The real hero is already home because she figured out a faster way to get things done. Endorsing soul over scale, the book urges you that if you're going to do something, do something that matters. I love this passage from the book, which asks you to make a dent in the universe. It goes like this. To do great work, you need to feel that you're making a difference, that you're putting a meaningful dent in the universe, that you're part of something important. This doesn't mean you need to find the cure for cancer. It's just that your efforts need to feel valuable. You want your customers to say, this makes my life better. You want to feel that if you stop doing what you do, people would notice. Isn't that a great ethic to live by? Surprisingly, there's some valuable lessons on brand building too. Great businesses have a point of view, the book argues, not just a product or service. You have to believe in something and then you need to show the world. A strong stand is how you attract super fans. They spread the word further, wider and more passionately than any advertising ever could. I have always believed that constraints lead to creativity and this book reinforces that less is a good thing. Constraints are advantages in disguise. Limited resources force you to make do with what you've got. There's no room for waste and that forces you to be creative. Where everyone today is obsessed about what's new, the book reminds us to focus on what won't change. The core of your business should be built around things that won't change. Things that people are going to want today and 10 years from now. Isn't that a great piece of advice? There's another brilliant bit about byproducts of every business. The book proposes that when you make something, you always make something else. You can't just make one thing. Everything has a byproduct. Observant and creative business minds spot these byproducts and see opportunities. Another useful advice is not to be timid about your conclusions. Sometimes abandoning what you're working on 
is the right move even if you already put in lot of effort don't throw good time after bad work the book wants you lot of times it's better to be a quitter than a hero i can't believe that almost a decade ago the book spoke about the virtues of building an audience it says speak write blog tweet make videos whatever share information that's valuable and you will slowly but surely build a loyal audience then when you need to get the word out the right people will already be listening in almost prophetic manner the author claims that all companies have customers lucky companies have fans but the most fortunate companies have audiences an audience can be your secret weapon then there's another fascinating tip on teaching before anyone else was speaking about it the authors recommend that instead of trying to outspend outsell or outsponsor competitors try to outteach them teaching probably isn't something your competitors are even thinking about most businesses focus on selling or servicing but teaching never occurs to them teach and you will form a bond you just don't get from traditional marketing tactics teaching is something that individuals and small companies can do that bigger competitors can't surprisingly this book also lays out one of my favorite definitions of marketing marketing isn't just a few individual events it's a sum total of everything you do not only that there's some precious gems on hiring too my favorite one is don't hire for pleasure hire to kill pain or sample this one when you're trying to decide among a few people to fill a position the book urges you to hire the best writer it doesn't matter if the person is a marketer salesperson designer programmer or whatever their writing skills will pay off clear writing is a sign of clear thinking great writers know how to communicate they make things easy to understand they can put themselves in someone else's shoes and those are the qualities you want in any candidate personally i have immensely benefited from this advice in getting the right talent on board in the end there's one line from the book that i want all the founders and brand builders to remember it's that cool wears off useful never does so build useful stuff always if you enjoyed this review then please subscribe to my podcast happy reading everyone